The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota, and I love talking about women in agriculture. The women of Common Ground Minnesota are volunteers who are volu- you know, taking their time to chat with you about what it's like to live on a farm and grow food in Minnesota. Here's some really great news about this group. They have just launched a newsletter that you can basically sign up for at commongroundminnesota.com, and you get the latest you know, events, giveaways, delicious recipes, all sorts of great stories from the farm. And I got to tell you, it's just a really cool thing to get into your inbox every month. And it's it's kind of an, a way in. If you're wondering, like, I don't know what I'm going to ask when I go to Common Ground, Minnesota. Well, this is just an introduction and a way to get you guys to meet the farmers at Common Ground, Minnesota. The Common Ground Minnesota volunteers, remember, their goal is to be a resource for your food and farming questions. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at Common Ground, M-I-N-N, CommonGroundMinnesota.com. What time is it? Time for the weekly dish. I want fries on my pizza, the rabbit and tortilla barbecue. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Stephanie March, and I am still putting away my Thanksgiving dishes. I just want you to know that. <laughs> well, someone we know who shall remain nameless is still moving, so... I don't know what you Another mean Stephanie that. friend of ours. Well, I mean, who isn't moving? I'm still moving. I have not unpacked. I know! It made me laugh. I'm like, okay, everybody's moved. Like, all of us have moved. But she's still, like, unpacking. But, of course, you're still unpacking. You never unpack fully. Well, some people do. There are those people who, like, unpack within, like, three days of moving. And I'm enamored and just in awe of those people. Those people are not me. I was going to say, those aren't our people. No. (laughs) Uh, I am literally, yeah, I'm still, I mean, I'm, and I actually joked with her last night about um, the fact that I was, uh, she was like, because we have a group of friends, and she was like, oh, hey, I'll be unpacked by then, to, like, for a yep. party. And I was like, I won't. And I moved, like, six months before you. That's why I kind of made a comment about it. Yeah. I hope that wasn't sounding mean. No. I just think it's kind of funny. No, I'm definitely not. But I'm still, I literally was like, there's a dish in my garage that I just pulled in last night after an event. And I, I pulled it, I'm like, God, my, car, my garage smells like cinnamon for some reason. And I realized I'd left, like, a dish that had been, like, had a... There was like some cinnamon cranberries stuff like in a bowl like that I used as the garage as the outdoor fridge is the moment. That's funny. And it's still there. Still there. <laughs> so I'm still putting it away. That's I guess. funny. I threw that away. I did. Yeah. I found my first inside mouse. Oh, did that you? That was dead, but not like rigged or hard. So it was yeah. fairly fresh. Oh. When I was like getting out the Christmas ornaments, I was like, oh, oh, there's a few turds here. And then I looked and I was like, oh, darn it. There's a mouse. Okay, so do you, I mean, like, uh, okay, you know, we're not going to do this. It's inevitable. No, I know. And I didn't want to talk about traps or anything. But I'm just saying, it is like when you start to, like, the cold weather and starts and everything else, and they start hitting the scratching on the roof and all the things. Yep. I'm like, okay. We do we do the traps, which I know are not very humane, but I, I live that. in an owl forest in Golden Valley. Yeah. 
in an oak forest where there are legitimate great horned owls that come. And I don't want poisonous mice running oh, around. Right. I so see. I sacrificed the mice yeah. for my owl friends. Good for you. And I just let them writhe in the trap and okay. deal with it when anyway, they're done. Anyway, <laughs> let's not start the show with writhing. With a, oh, with a PETA complaint. Yeah, right? Oh, okay. my word. How about starting the show with Christmas in Hudson? Okay, so what I have this? to tell you what I did last night. And I'm a, I'll post on the Instagram, which is just funny. But um, I... You guys, okay, so if you guys know my friend Jasmine Stringer, she has Carpe Diem. She also did, um, what was the Instagram, the takeover thing? Uh, Oh, hand me the mic. Yes, hand me the mic. That was her whole thing. Um, You know, giving your Instagram over to black women and black and brown women. And so Jasmine Stringer is just this amazing human who loves Hallmark movies okay and the the hallmark christmas movies right so a couple years ago she entered a contest and won this super fan thing where she watched all every single hallmark movie and like she won this huge prize and she got to comment and all this stuff that's hysterical and so this year um we found out that she had gotten because of kind of because of that she'd gotten a chance to be in a movie that was being made in hudson wisconsin last winter and so it's out now and it's called a christmas I think a Christmas wish in Hudson or a Christmas whatever in Hudson. We went over to watch it last night and it was a scream. And she kept telling us, she was like, it's low budget, man. It didn't even make the Hallmark Channel. Like it, they made the movie on spec and then they were trying to sell it to the, yep. you know, to like Lifetime or Hallmark. And it was, because it was so, so bad it didn't even make it. Oh my gosh. And it was just, I have to say, like watching it with a bunch of girls as we're drinking wine and eating Animales like food kit stuff. It was like... It was the best ever. I was like, we were we were actually ripping it apart, obviously. But it was fun. But Jasmine is great in it. She has like lines. Like she's got like a, a part. <laughs> she's a legitimate she's actress. She's a legitimate actress now. She is on IMDb. I'm so jealous of that. Okay, that's funny. I know. And But then the funnier part is that I actually have a friend who's a local actress. And, uh, and we're like sitting there. And all of a sudden, my friend Amanda Day shows up on the screen. And she's like the bad date Joan. You know, the... Oh! You know, and it was so great. You're Amanda. Yeah, my Amanda. Yeah. And so, just shout out to both those ladies for that. But that was really fun. This last night was so Christmas time in Hudson. Here's the thing, you guys. You cannot find it anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Except for online. You can watch it on a Roku. Like, Roku.com. They have these weird channels. So crazy. So, I'm going to put a link up to it. Because it's just like, if you're watching... If you know Jasmine, here's the other thing. Yeah, you I see do. the Twin Cities, and like there's they shot they sh- they totally drone shot Minneapolis all the time. But they act as if Hudson is this faraway place. <laughs> so he kept going. This guy's like, when you leave, he's like, you know, are you ever coming back? We're like, it's forty minutes. <laughs> like, what do you mean, are you ever coming back? It's Hudson. But my favorite shot, you guys, will be, and I don't want to spoil it because I kind of want you guys to watch it. Like they show her journey from Minneapolis. To Hudson, like they the have this minute drive. Yes, and let's just say there's some landscape shots that are clearly not on that drive. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, like some farm shots. Oh and... no, well I don't want to spoil it. Okay, but basically that's I want funny. you guys to go watch it because then you'll you'll die laughing. You're gonna be like, yeah, that doesn't exist in the state of Minnesota. Yeah, so, nope, it's go. not there. So shout out to those guys, and you know, and to all the holiday movie watchers. I did dip back in on December first. I started, like I was writing stuff, and I was like, I need something on in the background. I was like, oh yeah, it's Hallmark holiday movie God, season. Stephanie, <laughs> you didn't. I might do it this year because I. Oh God. Okay, I have bought 
a hundred million gifts. Like there's Ugh. so many gifts I'm buying, spilling out of my closet. And I'm buying none. I know. And I wanted Which to buy is, none. Which is I think you guys balance because I, I mean, we balance because I'm not buying. Yeah, and remember, I tried to like reset the Christmas holiday with yeah. my family so that we didn't have to do this. And I got voted down. Yeah. And honestly, next year, I'm just going to do it regardless of the vote. Yeah. But so, all right, fine. I've got a million gifts for a thousand people again. They're spilling out of my closet. And I said to Kurt last night, because as people that listened during um, Morning Drive, I guess uh-huh. it was two years ago, I said that Christmas was my fourth job. And yeah, it is. It, it and is. And the fourth job has begun. My sister's already had a fight with her husband. I have had one with mine. It becomes the crabby time for the Hanson household. Okay. So I said, okay, I've got all these gifts spilling out of the closet. If I put like sticky notes on them, would you just wrap some and then I'll like put the bows and the tags? And he goes, um, no. I'm like, just No. Like, wow. yeah, no, I don't, I don't wrap the gifts. That's you wrap the gifts. I mean, and I was like, you guys have been second. married for a hundred years. So, and I said, so I buy the gifts. I wrap the gifts. I prepare the gifts. I put the gifts out. I like, I do the everything. So the holiday is that Stephanie does everything until December 24th. And then Chris Kurt helps for two days. What does he do? So what does he do? Well, then, you know, we have a Christmas Eve event that he'll make, he'll help me make some food. But he's just saying no gifts. Like he, he's like, he, yeah, I don't really do that. I was like, okay. Labor. I know. And I'm just, I am subtly making notes uh-huh. for my case for next year. Okay. So I've decided I'm not going to be bitter. I guess I'm talking about it. So that I makes mean, me I sound bitter. Say- yeah. Okay. Maybe self-awareness would be good here, but I'm going to be cheerful. <clears throat> I'm not going to, but I'm making notes for next year because this is why we either need to do a family trip or. We need to just give each other one gift and be done with it. Because yeah. no matter how I try, it's a fourth job. I And that's the thing about it for me is when it becomes that much work, then you're not really getting A, the feeling of the season in my mind, or B, the real joy that's, that's supposed right. to be. And I, I think part of it for me was I literally, when my kids became old enough to be adults in the mix, and then all of a sudden it was like, and they all, and coming from blended families is, and I mean, you know, cause you've got years above yep. you, but it just is that same idea of like, how many gifts do you get? In, and I, and ever since moving now twice in the last eight years, it's like, I threw away so many of their gifts that I gave them that were in my house the living there for years. The funny yes. stuff. Yeah. And I just realized I'm like. You know, and so that thing of like now where we draw names and we have this whole thing. And of course, like if I see something that I think Megan will live, you know, I wrap it up and I may stick it under her little tree or whatever. But I'm not on a mission to check a box. And that has made the difference. Like that is more the joy of finding and the joy of concentrating on one person and thinking about it. This is where I'm going to go. I think you want me to write this up for you for next year as like a speech you can give to Kurt. Okay, (laughs) I will do that. Or Probably. you could just like hit play on this podcast or on this as a podcast. Yes. And I was like, okay, if we got everything done in advance, then we could go to New York for like three days right. and like go skating at Rockefeller Center and yeah. maybe see a show. And he was like, uh, yeah, no, oh, <laughs> it's just God. a solid no. But tonight is the new standards Christmas. And you're going, that's the show. Yes, I am going. I'm wearing my masks. I'm, a, I'm, I'm feeling a little Omnicromish. But I'm going to wear my mask and start my holiday season because that is the beginning of it for me officially. Good. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Well, I got boosted last yesterday, you guys, on a walk-in boost. I know a lot of you are having a trouble finding. um, I've heard from a lot of you because I had the same thing. I had an appointment at the Mall of America for like two weeks from now, and I was just feeling a little bit like I would love to just get this done now. And I did find one. I'm going to post the link to the Hennepin County Health site that shows the vaccine events 
which are just like pop-up vaccine. And they're doing more and more of them. Yeah. And so that's, I'm going to put that on the, uh, on the Facebook page. You guys can watch it. I, I popped out to a place in Hopkins at four o'clock yesterday with Stephanie Meyer. We walked in, we got boosted and they gave us $50 gift cards. Nice. (laughs) For where? For just $50, like Visa 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 gift cards. I was like, you don't have to pay me. I would have paid you guys to do this. Like, Good point. Right now. But I but nonetheless, I wasn't gonna turn down the fifty dollar card. So there you go. All right. We have a great show. We're gonna do cookies today. And just a programming note, next week will be the gift show. And then the week after that will be kind of holiday cooking and food. And then we have two weeks off until after the new year. So if you're a weekly disher and you're looking for holiday ideas and recipes, that gives you sort of the lineup. We'll be right back and Steph's gonna give us some of the new restaurant news when we come back on the weekly dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this gorgeously cloudy Saturday, which lets you get everything done. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it's time. Like, we don't need the sun. Come on. Yep, I'm done with it. I just, we have had an amazing fall. Like, I know. It's been great. It has been. And the weather's yes. been wonderful. And actually, I I wish for snow. I really do. I want snow. But I'm also sort of enjoying that I don't have to battle slush. Yeah, my neighbor found a Mexican jumping worm. I think that's what they, the jump, I guess they don't call them Mexican jumping worms anymore, but they did apparently derive from Asia or Mexico. But the jumping worms that wriggle and are all weird in your yard that gardeners have to fight off, she found one in the yard and like brought it over to show me. She was like, it's December and they're still alive. She was terrorized. Wow, I don't even know what that, I have like no context for that. If you're a gardener, you know, because it's, they're, they're your nemesis. Okay. Um, hey, I did put a question up as we were talking about cookies in the next segment. Um, I did put a, I finally got my cookie question on uh, the Facebook. I want to know, um, your, as far as your cookie plate goes, your high-low, I want to know the, the high is the cookie that you grab first and you shove more in your pocket because you want it all for yourself. And the low, the ones that you would begrudgingly eat only if it's the last one on the plate. <laughs> or the one that you're like, oh, okay. Kind of the Russian tea cakes are the low. I mean, I don't even know if it's just because the powdered sugar gets all over your hands or I don't know. I'm not mad at Russian tea cakes. Also, like and they're so hard to make and people work so hard on them. The the fried doughy ones, the, the rosettes. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to eat don't, a funnel cake. I, I, you got, no one has. I haven't had one of those cookies on a plate in a long time. A lot of Swedish people make them. So the it's probably kaka, the Hanson Johnson Olsen Carlson sure. crowd. Carlson Peterson Anderson. <laughs> yep. They're all, all those my guys. People. Yeah. Hanson Johnson Carlson's. Yeah. Yep. Um, I. What's your high then? What's the thing you're going to grab and just like go for first? Well, I always go for the sugar cookie just because I love the way they you look do. and they're so pretty. Um, but I'm, I mean, I really love a cornflake wreath. Oh, God. I just love Rice Krispie bars and I never make them and they're so nostalgic for me. If I saw that on the plate, I'd probably do it first. Really? And same with. Kind of same with a peanut butter blossom. Yeah, that's my number one. I'm sorry, but like I'm going to go straight up total pedestrian. If I see a peanut butter blossom, it goes boom, right? I know exactly what I'm getting. I know that it's like hard to mess it up. You know, that's how I feel about this. The pretzel Rolos. Yeah, but I still I feel like that's candy. By. I don't feel like that's a cookie. I can't get to the cookie place with that. Yeah. You're right, but like I would still pe- like shove like, that in my it's pocket. It's like a movie theater treat in my mind. I can't get to a place where that's an actual Christmas treat. But you'd still put I it know. in your face. I know. <laughs> and then the last one, I think the low for me would be the <laughs> the thumbprints. I do not like the jam a jelly thumbprints? jam. No, oh, I love them. I, I know many people do, and I totally regard you. They see cranes for our no, cookie party. No, stop talking about it because I know <laughs> this is not listening. Do you think? 
Maybe. Listen. They probably makes, shouldn't call her out by name because I, I think know, the one year she didn't make the thumbprints, I was like, oh. I know. I don't know what you well, mean because I really wanted the thumbprint. And our Lisa is all excited about those. But like, I'm not, I just, and that's great because then maybe I could do some trading. Maybe I could say, hey, how, if you want my thumbprints, I'll take your extra shortbreads, which of course I wasn't going to make, but. <laughs> and Lisa, our friend Lisa makes fantastic spritz. Yeah. I love she an said she's not making spritz. spritz. I know. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know why people have to keep. Here's a question. <laughs> I know we're not even on the cookie portion yet. We're talking restaurants, but we're not. I just have a question. I want you to think about this. I was like, should we or shouldn't we be doing the same cookies every year? I know it is a talker. So let's talk about that in a minute. First, 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 let's talk about some of the new stuff. uh, Restaurants popping up around town because there's a lot going on. And I've gotten a lot of notes from people saying like, "Ooh, how's this? How's this? How's this? So let's talk about it. Sure. First of all, Mr. Paul's. Did you go? You haven't gone yet. No, I didn't get invited. So Mr. Paul's um, Supper Club in Edina in the Nolan Mills, you know, Mains. It's Nolan Mains. Nolan Mains. It's right by the Lynn Hall on the backside of like right across from Sweet Science, literally. Um Anyway, they are open, and they're open as of last night. I wonder how that went. Because <laughs> it feels like everyone is very excited about that place. And so that's going to be this, like, it's kind of a New Orleans supper club, but yet got it has it does have a little bit of uh, the tones of a little Wisconsin-y, too. You know what I mean? It's kind of a yeah. mix-mash. And it's just, I think, with Kosovich behind the bar, or in front of the bar, and... And Tommy on the line. I think it's going to be kind of a crazy good time. Tommy came from Butcher and Boar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tommy I, Bagnall, did you eat food? I did. I ate all the food on Thursday night. Okay. And so we had etouffee. We had gumbo. That was delicious. Oh, yeah. We had like seared scallops. There yum. was a weird, I would not, we let our server, uh, Chris, sort of handle the table. And um, he, we just said, why don't you just pick some stuff and, you know, send it out. And he drove us to places that I probably wouldn't have ordered, which was actually quite fun. He got us this gnocchi, lobster gnocchi, which I was like, I mean, that's sort of one of those like, it feels like you could make it at home. Well, no, but it feels like a fancy dish like that, like, like is there for people who want to try to be fancy. But usually that kind of stuff doesn't have the guts, right? There's like, oh, I'm getting lobster gnocchi. That's what I feel about (laughs) lobster gnocchi. If you wanted to know. It is kind of mixing rustic. Because the gnocchi is kind of a rustic, doughy Italian mama be, thing. Yeah. With, okay. And then, and then, yeah, and then like. We're blanc. Yeah. And so I was sort of like, anyway, but it was delicious. The end of the point is that it actually was quite delicious. And this little sort of like, just really like lightly spiced red sauce, Yum. a creamy red sauce, mm-hmm. sort of, ra- I mean, it almost was a romesco, but not. Yum. I don't know. It was delicious. It was delightful. Um, we had the lamb, which. He oh. brought to us, and it was the lamb on the on some grits, so polenta, basically. Yum. So delicious. So beautifully done. Perfectly chopped, you know, good stuff. Um, but yeah, and then there, we had like a stroganoff, because there's like stroganoff and meatloaf on the menu to give the Wisconsin side a little That's bit funny. of a boost. And it, the cocktails were delicious and creative and not overwhelming, but fun. There is, everybody, I need you to know this, because you guys all are sending me questions, an espresso martini that is quite good. Yum. Yeah. So if okay. you're looking for the espresso martini, post up at the bar. They have two bars. You know, they have the front bar. They've got a cute little teeny back bar. And then next week, they're going to open this po' boy shop. Kurt cannot wait. I like, bet. Like, he is literally like, when does that when? po' boy place open? So I think it opens Wednesday. Okay, so then the other couple that, because now I'm running out of time. Uh, Hope Breakfast Bar opened in St. Louis Park. Did we talk about? No, we haven't yet. No. So it's cute. And, and they closed the wood-fired cantina yeah. in Keg and Case and their purple ice cream shop. Yeah, those were, I don't think... 
where their hearts were anyway. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think that taking Hope Breakfast Bar to where it needs to go is going to be, I think they'll, I mean, I really believe that they'll just keep opening those. So, um, and it's great. And it's what I love about it has the, is the walk-up coffee bar and snacks too. There you go. All okay. right. There's other stuff, but we'll talk about it yeah, later. Yeah, we'll add more. Okay. Hello, Weekly Disher. Spring has sprung, and that means the best-tasting wild-caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because, you see, Sitka Salmon is a community-supported fishery. The fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations. And knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can, and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family, and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my Instant Pot. The fish is so delicious, you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka salmon share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash weekly dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash weekly dish and you save $25. Okay, friends, it's cookie season. I, uh, I started off, so we have our cookie exchange coming up on December 10th, which Lori and Julia have been talking about on the air. Have they? And having the yearly fight. Oh, God. About is Julia's cookie. She makes the Christmas crack, which is the saltine cracker with toffee poured on it and then chocolate and then nuts. And it's quite delicious. I mean, here's the deal, right? Love it. Love it. It's great. Is it a cookie? Well, <laughs> and is it is it like worthy of being at a cookie party because it's kind of assembly was Lori's point of view. But then Julia was upset because Lori's going to buy her cookies again. Because Lori usually does a cookie thing with a bunch of ladies, and then they she does like an assembled plate. But with COVID, her ladies aren't coming. So for the last couple of years, when we've... Well, we didn't have the cookie exchange last year, but the no. year before, she bought cookies. So she's still going to buy cookies. And Julia's like, I am not taking one ounce of crap from you when you are going to buy the cookies. This so is true. She's been fighting she's, going You're on. right. She absolutely takes herself out of the equation of being able to judge when and she's like, she but I'll it. buy good cookies and some of my cookies will be better than what you guys can make. <laughs> okay. Let, can we have a moment for understanding? What is the point of cookie party is cookie party so that the exchange, like in your mind, cause I think there's a couple levels. I think some people do it just to get together and have fun and like eat each other's cookies. Other people do it to like assemble a plate that then like a, a like a bunch of things that then they give out to other people. And some people like feed their family with it. You know what I mean? Like I wonder. Yeah, and it is different because I think I can. I think our friend Lisa likes to get together, of course. Yeah. But I think she like wants the variety of the cookie platter for her entertaining needs. Okay. For me, it's really about being with this group of people that we've been being with for all these years, yeah. and it's just the fun. <laughs> I don't. I don't give the cookies away or anything. It's and historically, it's been like I bring it home. Jake like rummages through the ones that he wants and eats them. And then I'm like, well, I don't want those. And then I kind of be like, all right, well, 
I got to go find someone to give them to or, you know, that kind of a thing. Oh, God, it's so funny. Well, and on Christmas Eve, we do have a cookie plate Mm -hmm. at this party that I go to. And some people make cookies, but there's always room for more. And like little kids, some of the adult cookies, the little kids. And we have a few little kids again. Yeah. So I bring, you know, my frost. Everybody likes a frosted sugar cookie, especially kids. See, I know you you definitely hit like you go into the money space of like this is the crowd pleaser no matter what. Pretty much. A frosted sugar cookie is going to be. But again, I don't know if anybody you just said that's like your favorite. But like, I don't feel like the frosted sugar cookie is a thing that someone like has an emotional attachment to. Oh, for me, for you, it's all emotional because my mom and I mean, my mom would make these for three weekends. But I mean, for your, out. I guess that's what I mean. Like, like I think of my mom. I you use do the no cutters. matter what, whenever you see one. Because like I see yeah. one on a, on a plate that's like, I didn't make it. Somebody made it. I kind of go. Ugh. Yeah, I can see that too, though. <laughs> I know? can. For me, I get to use my grandma's cutters, my mom's cutters. True. I think of the lion cutter that we have, the cookie shape. Like, why do we have a lion shape? Where did it come from? And then I think of my daughter, who's a Leo. Like, I really think about these shapes and it makes me happy. Well, and I, for me, I, and then of course it's, you know, it's like this idea of like, do you want the same thing you've always had? This is the Thanksgiving thing. Do you want the same thing you've always had? Or do you want something new? It is funny because I have made lemon poppy seed breads. I have made uh, salted caramels. I have made fudge one year. I made peppermint meringues. Like I've made a lot of different types of cookies. Yeah. It took me probably... 15 years of the cookie party to settle into this thing. But like, and here's my thing. I don't want the same thing from all y'all. I want everybody to come up with something different every year. Well, and I would do that if everybody I'm wanted gonna have to, to have this discussion at yeah. cookie party after we suck down Lisa's Irish cream is all. Yes. I just, I think like, cause then I think like otherwise every year it's, I guess that's the thing is I'm not a traditionalist. I'm not. You're not. I really know that about myself. And I'm just going to say every. And although like I want peanut butter blossoms, but I'm going to make those myself anyway. Right. And so I will. I want someone to make like those lemon shortbread sandwich cookies in the Star Trip that won the number one thing. Well, which leads us to that. The Star Tribune had their cookie event. And our Rick, Rick Nelson usually comes on every year, but he has kind of moved on out of his taste space. So but I he's thought still going to be the cookies are, I think. Yeah, and I thought we'd just give him a break this year, yeah. but we'll have him back. Um, so they had five cookies and a lemon rosemary cream was the winner. And it was real beautiful. It's like a lemony rosemary shortbread and then it has a little lemon filling and it's a little sandwich cookie sandwich cookies are hard because you have to do all the steps but it's really pretty but simple kind of looking yeah i like i liked it i thought it looked delicious i was kind of surprised that they had two we'll call them sort of unattractive ball cookies or scooped just no, kind of these snowbally kinds one those, was a chocolate those didn't bug me as much as like the chocolate icing one, the malted one that looks that like, looks like the, a poo the emoji. poop emoji. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> they did have a cookie that looked just like the poop emoji. And I mean, that's horrible because I'm sure it's delicious. I'm sure if it was on a plate, I would eat it in a hot second. I'm just saying. like, Could you pr- not say a hot second? Sorry, in a print <laughs> version, it's, it's like. It's a malted milk ball cookie. And it's a cookie that has like a piping of flavoring that looks things just that, like we're just gonna poop. say the things that everybody's thinking yep because that's what we do yep um so yeah there was a blueberry cookie too that had the white frost powdered sugar I on the outside was very intrigued by the blueberry cookie actually. yeah i bet it's good because that one to me felt like a little blueberry pancake in a roll like almost like an able skeever is what i wanted it to be yeah like that's a donut Yum. i know it's a donut 
Um, I've had a lot of texts, and I'm going to do cookies on um, the Jason show next week. Okay. But I did. I have the perfect dough. If you want to do rollout sugar cookies, if you're doing them with kids and you don't have time to chill the dough, my mom had this sour cream cookie recipe that was fantastic, but the dough is super sticky. And, you know, it was just like this process. And I can just remember waking up and her starting the cookie making and it would go for two weekends. And then we'd have to decorate the third weekend. Like by the time it was over, I swear my mom didn't drink because she had quit long before. But I, if she had drank, she would have sat there with a martini and just looked at all of us. By the time it was done, she was exhausted. Of course. And this Again, was, this is where the holidays become a, work, a job. Yeah, and this recipe was so easy. I made like eight dozen cookies in an hour. And then the next morning, I made another eight in another hour. Like 16 dozen cookies in two hours worth of, from the time that I mixed it to rolled it to baked it to done. Yeah. That's pretty great. And the thing is, is, is I think... You know, and I I love the time that I spend, you know, like when I do the bourbon balls and I do this massive, yep. you know, bunch of them. And it's like to me, like I put a Christmas movie on I have or I have music and I I sit there in the kitchen and I just and I have a glass of wine and I do my rolling. Yeah. And it's like that's also so I do want to say like there's part of that part of it, like doing and like that's actually a quiet activity for me in the hubbub of everything else. That's the part. So I love that. I like it too because that's the decorating part. Right. This is just like I okay christmas eve we have gone to decorating cookies as a family because we kind of needed an activity for (laughs) some folks so i made eight dozen for that and then the other are for cookie parties so i'll take them and i'll decorate them at the cabin and that's where i'll get my glass of wine and put my music on and enjoy and my mom just because i think i'm missing her because i just was making the cookies yesterday my mom would make the most beautiful cookies like before all of this piping business and all of the specialty cookie makers like you can get now. She made them with like homemade frosting, not with royal icing. You know, she just really had a technique. She did it really well. And I just miss her and sitting with her and watching her with her toothpicks because she didn't make them like they make it now. She just made a beautiful cookie. Right. Which is pretty. Yeah. And when you ate it, you're like, oh, I'm eating one of mom's. Well, I was going to say this is totally your your memory and like yeah, you've completely created this beautiful thing which is perfect because that's how you hold on to people that have passed yeah so you're right that's really good all right uh if you want to buy a cookie box because some people just have no talent and they're like Lori, and they're like i'm gonna buy these but i'm gonna buy the good cookies nosh and gather our friend liza has a nice cookie box oh she does she does yeah and you can order it online I think she ends up making like 500 of them and it has like five different kinds of cookies in it. Ooh, tr- uh, Tilia also has like an Italian cookie box. St. G. Oh, St. Genevieve does. Good. They have this beautiful box that you get with like all these like Italian, like three colors. And, you know, I mean, it's just beautiful. It's a huge box. Um, also, I mean, Cosetta's. The yeah, you can definitely go and has just an collect amazing your cookies array. there. Yeah, um, they, you can either collect, make your own box or just pick up one. Those are Italian it feeling cookies yep um do you feel like the chocolate crinkle cookie is a christmas cookie i mean yes only because it has like a little bit look of a snow you know on top and so i feel like that's to me but i how is it it's hard like what makes a christmas cookie versus like what an everyday cookie you know what i mean like what is it it doesn't have to be iced clearly it doesn't have to be well and how did fudge and i like fudge but like is fudge a Christmassy thing? Like, For I kind of people. like that on a cookie tray. I do. Because it's different. Right? Yeah, no, there's... Well, yeah, no, I wonder... 
I, that would be an interesting etymology is like, or finding out like where, where did Christmas fudge originate? Like who started making that? Was it the French? Was it the, you know, I don't know. This is the stuff. I know March this thinking. is the journalistic part where like, what's your source on that? The lemon poppy seed shortbread cookies. I also like, cause you can cut them so you can have like shapes. Yeah. But they're lemony. Like yeah. sometimes you want a little something yeah, on a little the tray. acid on mm-hmm. your cookie tray, a little <laughs> acidic bite. That's for sure. And I guess that's where like a lot of the jellies and jams goes into like the thumbprints and all the rest. I don't like it to be overly chocolatey and yet I don't want it to be everything to be iced either on my plate. You okay. know what I mean? Because if it's too much icing, then it's like, then that's your dominant flavor. And I want flavor. When I talk about Baker's German chocolate bars, do you know what those are? Yeah. Okay, because that's what our mom, like, my mom would make also this, like, she called it toffee. It was kind of more of, like, a blondie on the base, a shortbread. And then there was that German chocolate, specific type of chocolate cookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then pecans on it. And, like, that was my mom's signature move, too. Yeah. And I've never made them for cookie party, but I no. was like, oh, maybe I should make those I'm making for, sh- for cookie party the, I mean, the shortbread, but they're going to be... Did I make these before? Where they're kind of, like, half-dipped? They're kind of, like, they look like cigar Batons. No, 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 no. This is just, this is like a shortbread that's half dipped in chocolate. Yeah, but the, isn't it out of baton? A baton? No. Like it's, is it a finger like oh, shape? Oh, it's like a, but it's rounded, I guess, I think. Like, okay. Did I make that before? I don't know. Okay. But it sounds good. Yeah, they're good. My mom made them, and so I'm going to do what she did. Yeah. See? I we're know. back to our moms. I know, we're back. No matter how you slice it, kids. And no <laughs> You're matter, gonna become you us. You end up being your mom. I know. You end up wanting to do what your mom did. Oh my! You guys, Matt made bourbon balls like in July one year. See? He he there just was go. like, you know what? <laughs> He's like, what? How many cups of Nilla Wafer? Oh, I'm see, like, that's funny. Oh my god, you're making bourbon balls. All right, I'm gonna post these recipes. I have a 12 days of Christmas cookies with different recipes listed, and we'll post it on the weekly dish. We'll be right back. Okay, it is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. 651-641-1071 is our phone number, and we love talking to you. So we had a great week last week. Call in. You can ask your question live on the air. We also can be reached lots of ways. We have Stephanie's Dish on Twitter, on Instagram, at Stephanie March, on Instagram, at Steph March on Twitter. We have Weekly Dish Facebook page. We also have a Weekly Dish Twitter. You can reach us a million ways. You can go to the radio station's website, and there is a place where you can send us an email there. I mean, all week long, too, we will respond to different questions that you have. Um, Someone had a question here that came in this week that I answered. Hey, love listening to your show. My stepson said his uh, fiance, oh, my stepson and his fiance are huge foodies. They hit every new restaurant before I hear about them, and they love experiences. So I'd love to give them a foodie experience for Christmas. Do you know of any chef dinners or unique food events in 2022? Well. <laughs> I know it's a little different than years past. Um, I, You know, the thing is, is like, I feel like there's chef's tables and there's like, um, you know, if you're looking for a foodie experience, there'll be. You know, they might have like wine dinners. I would say that there's cocktail classes at PS Steak and Burrow. Like the Jester Group does great cocktail classes and it's a couple hours and you get to make a cocktail, you get snacks and you're in like the PS Steak one. You're in this very clubby, cool bar. Like that's a cool thing. Um, 651-641-1071 if you have ideas or want to call in with your questions. Yeah, I just I feel like there's uh, going to be I mean, like you kind of have to watch as you go because they and things like sell out. But I guess I would do a wine dinner or sometimes, you know, places have, uh, 
you know, different like special dinners that I think are interesting. And I think that that would be the kind of you just have to kind of find the restaurant that you know that they like and then look that way. Uh, restaurant Alma would be good. You could get a room. They've got a hotel up above that it. That would be really fun. So get a room and then have a have dinner a special plan. Dinner there. And yeah. then the next morning you can get brunch from the cafe downstairs. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I would like that. Right. Or even like the Hewing is always doing events. Oh, the Hewing would be a fun one too. They're, you guys, their chef Nile is just really great now. And you know what I mean? They, the Tel has gotten to be such a better restaurant. I have to go there and check it's it delicious. out since he, can't, he That's there. a fun one too, right? To like then have have, you know, can go to the upstairs bar and and the Laura the Hotel too in Stillwater. That's a fun place to, you know, you start your afternoon at uh, Fat Neck Tony's and get a Bloody Mary, and then you go to Nacho Mama's and get some nachos. Then you shop around. Then you end up at your room. Then you yeah, have you dinner hit, like, at Feller. There's like distilleries out there. There's you know there's a there's breweries and stuff that are yep. out there. You could do a really fun package, a Stillwater food package. Yeah, I think so too. That, that would, would be, be super fun. I'd love to get that. <laughs> do you want to <laughs> you want to buy that for me? We could just go and do it. Okay, That's the we thing. could, we could, we could have a day. I've never slept overnight with you in the same room, though. No, and I don't know how. I that's know, yeah, go. that feels like that might be a step. We're too far. You and I for see that. each other every week. You're the only human I see every single week. And like, I think I snore. Oh, and I don't really wear pajamas, so that yeah, would be the weird whole naked for you thing too. Is still hard for me. Okay, uh, is Kathy's on the line, and she's got a question about a cocktail mixer. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Um, I had heard a couple of weeks ago you guys were talking about um, some cocktail mixers that were from a local company, and yes. I just cannot remember the name of the, of the group. There's a couple. The one I talked about two weeks ago is Sweet Haven Tonics, and they have these boxes. Okay. I think it's the Mixly one you were talking about. I've talked oh, about that, okay. too. Sweet Haven Tonics, the box is like 25 bucks. It's not expensive. Okay. They have one for gin, one for vodka, one for whiskey. That's a great uh, buy, and you can order it at SweetHavenTonics.com. But then also Mixly, M-I-X-L-Y. Those looked great to me. And those are a little different. They're yeah. more like fruit-based and kind of arty. Like the tonics are more elixirs, and the Mixleys are more juice-based a little bit. But both great and with tons of recipe and cocktail ideas. And that one's at M-I-X-L-Y.com. Wonderful. See, and the first one was, again... Sweet Haven. Haven. SweetHavenTonics.com. They're out of, I want to say, Waconia. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you guys okay, so much. You I bet. really enjoy your show. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Uh, we have another call on the line. We have Brian. Hello, Brian. Hey, Brian. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're super good. good. What's happy up? holidays. Uh, happy holidays. Did you do anything yesterday for National Bartender Appreciation Day? Oh, whoops. You know... <laughs> I got to admit, Brian, I made my own drink so that they didn't have to. (laughs) I actually went to a bar. Brian, I got to admit all these days, like it's national buy a friend a cookie day. Like that's not my jam. I can't keep up. Did you do anything, Brian? No, I don't drink. So, (laughs) okay. Well, thank you for bringing it to our attention, Brian. We love that. All right. Take care. Bye. Okay. 651-641-1071. Um, um, yeah, I got to say that Ashley on Twitter, she is uh, going to the cookie plate high low. Her cookie plate high is spritz or frosted sugar cookies without sprinkles. Very definite without sprinkles. Okay, got it. And her low is the peanut butter blossom. She says, I only make them for my husband and leave them all for him and the kids. I'm telling you, there's a few people on this Facebook question that but have peanut butter, peanut butter blossom, blossom as a low. low. Sometimes they're kind of not great. How do you mess it? Well, if you haven't. 
It's and I like our up. friend Diana makes some with the Reese's peanut butter cup pushed in there. Oh, I know. Instead of the Those are, that's chocolate almost too much peanut butter for Hershey. me. Maybe. I don't know. All right. I like it. Um, there's a lot. There's a few others, by the way. Like, okay, so peanut butter blossoms. Kim thinks they're high. Russian tea cakes are low, just like you. Yeah, the powdered sugar mess. Jennifer says high is a frosted sugar cookie, then peanut butter blossom, then spritz. She has a ranking order. <laughs> low is divinity or anything with nuts. Girl. Oh, divinity. Divinity that is trash. Is I so agree with you. It is trash. <laughs> it you, is trash. It's trash. Divinity is trash. They're like a nougat. What even is it? Nutty. Like, and then you're like, am I, is it, am I chew? Is it a sucking is on it? it? Is it a, like a yeah, thing? That's um, so funny. Okay. Lo, okay. Susie says frosted sugar cookies, peanut butter blossoms. We're all on this train for high. Her low chocolate chip snowballs. Chocolate chip, comma, snowballs. I don't know if those are chocolate chip or just chocolate chip cookies. Here's the thing. Don't put chocolate chip cookies on a holiday plate. No, that's don't not a holiday that's cookie. that's not a holiday cookie? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Even, um, oh, you know what? I made, I forgot to tell you this. For our sponsor of the show, Maker's Mark, I'm doing a eggnog um, shortbread cookie that I've made it already, and I just need to post the recipe. I'll probably oh. post it next next week. Okay. It's amazing. You're going to like it. Okay. Because it's got a lot of bourbon-y, eggnog-y flavor. Oh, Bob just had a question, but he dropped off. Uh, sorry about that, Bob. 651-641-1071. Give us a shout. Yep. Um, also, I just have to say, uh, Amy says hi. her high is crim caca, peppermint sugar cookies, low cherry cheers. Do you know what cherry cheers are? No. I don't know what those up. are, Amy. That's probably cherry some cheers. moms. Feels like that could be like a thumbprint. Okay, right? cherry cheers. Here. Oh, that's a drink. <laughs> I'm just going to say. <laughs> I know. Ginger snaps. No one has mentioned. Callie says she likes ginger snaps a little chewy or spicy. Well, I like ginger snaps, we don't but I don't really about want snaps. that on the Christmas platter. I know. I would put those on because it's ginger. Okay, here's the cherry cherry cookie. It's like uh, two shortbread or two vanilla wafers that have like a frosting, uh, creamy situation, and then they're dipped in chocolate, and there's cherries in there. Oh, is it sort of like a Linzer? No. Okay. I'll have to show you a picture. Okay. That's fine. Cheery. Anything that starts with cheery, don't tell me how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's the season of cheer. Don't tell me how you're doing cheer, 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 cheer. Okay. Oh, Lisa's got a good one. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for c- coming to the program. How you doing? Good. What's your question, hon? Um, so I'm going to try and make the magnolia peppermint bark today, which I've never made. Uh, my question is, is there an alternative to the white almond bark? I don't really love the flavor of it. But Just white chocolate chips. Do you, do you use so the white chocolate chips like the uh, the Giardelli ones? And they'll side up, okay? Yeah, those oh, are yeah, good. They will. That's perfect. Okay, okay. and with that, Thanks. we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a break. We got top two coming back.